looking like revenge, feeling like a 10, the best I ever been. And yeah, I know how bad it must hurt to see me like this, but it gets worse. Now you're out here looking like regret, and too proud to beg, second chance you'll never get. And yeah, I know how bad it must hurt to see me like this, but it gets worse. Not payback is a bad bitch, and baby, I'm the baddest. You fucking with a savage, can't have this, can't have this. Oh. And it'd be nice of me to take it easy on ya, yeah. but nah, baby, I'm sorry. Not sorry. Oh Jesus, Jesus. Christ! Oh, sorry, listeners. <laughs> that was so loud. Oh, that was really loud in our mm. ears. But Shane Lyons, that was. Uh, homage to shane lines yeah because yeah. baby he's not sorry he's yeah. not, sorry. <laughs> not sorry not a good look mr lines how are you today <laughs> yeah hey i said on twitter i'll give him credit for doing the interview yeah shocking not just as an attorney but yeah. as a lay person uh no non-disparagement clause apparently none i mean i assume why would he risk giving all that money up? But my goodness, do we have some things to talk about? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I, well, I did not know that was even happening. I didn't know he was on Hoppy until you guys sent in the group text. Hey, Shane Lyons, I guess, tried to burn the whole thing down. I was like, what the hell is going on? What do you mean? And then I thought it was a phone in. He was in studio with Hoppy. Oh, yeah. 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 He was in studio. Oh. Uh, Hoppy's been saying he's been trying to, try to get it worked out since it happened. And uh, yeah. Well, because he's still in Morgantown, apparently. But, uh, We'll hit some. By the way, we have, uh, we're, well, we didn't officially order, but we stopped for some new equipment today. I think we're going to be. If you would stop fingering new... your mic, if sorry, you just leave sorry, it alone, it'd be fine. I, I even, I even, he's the one that just, he's what? like, li, 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 he ask has, me about my wiener. He literally, he's the only one that has a stand. And he can't well, that, leave I it did that purposely. Me, I did that purposely. I set him up. We should I, probably uh, preface this episode. By yeah, let's just say what just Bubba, happened. Bubba is off the chain tonight. It's just a Tuesday night. He rolls in here. Shotguns of beer spilled it all over inside. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. just everywhere. I mean, I don't know what's happening right now. Crashed, <laughs> yeah. he crushed the can on I'm, his head. I'm excited about what's happening and what's going going forward. And you know, okay, okay. Basketball teams amazing. We're not getting into all right, that. We'll later. do that we later. Will. We, we will, <clears throat> but they're going to find four. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Shane Lines. All right, uh, I'll start. A couple things that stuck out to me um, in the interview and then on Twitter afterwards. And it seemed like, so Shane Lyons basically said he was a scapegoat. And a lot of people took to that on that's, Twitter. And that's agreed literally how this works. Exactly. Everybody exactly. knows that's how this, I don't yeah. care who signs off on the damn contract. It's his coach and his contract. Yep. Yep. It's he, how it works. He started it. He came up with it. You're the man in control. I mean, it's the same. Yes, other people signed off on it, but... Uh, they hired you to do your job. You mm-hmm. come to them and say, and that was your recommendation. But it's so funny. He said he was a scapegoat, and then went on to say all the reasons <laughs> why he did it, and also why he would still stick to Neil Brown. He, that was the biggest takeaway. Was and maybe why his people should have told him not to do the interview. He was so contradictory. Is like every other sentence. Listen, he came off to me. Uh, he's obviously he's obviously a WVU guy. <laughs> he, this was his job. He always wanted. Yeah. yeah, he came off as the jaded ex-girlfriend mm. who got broke up with and was just going around running their mouth, 
saying stupid shit and making himself look like an idiot. So yeah. hold on, hold on. You guys are saying people like sympathize with him there on was Twitter. A lot lots of, of people. people. Oh my god, lots of people. If you are our listeners, go find another podcast. You morons. <laughs> lots, Jesus. lots of people said I, what? Lines was a scapegoat. We've got. He came up with the damn contract. Yeah, we've got much bigger problems. Which yeah, we got problems, but it's much bigger problems. It goes way above lines. And then in the same breath, they'd say, way above lines and get rid of Neil. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, he hired him. <laughs> I mean, you guys are all over the place. I mean, I think everybody's just so freaking emotional. I didn't touch it that time. Um, I'm so emotional, messing with my emotions. I, that, it, that just goes, people go crazy. All right. So, everybody, we had heard, and we can, let's dive into this part of it now with the whole Country Roads Trust. All right. So his whole thing after just watching that clip, because I couldn't watch it all. I just I watched the clips that you all sent. I watched it twice. So my <laughs> thing is when he's talking about uh, not being hands on, and he's talking about Title Nine and women's rights and Again. equality. I mean, who that? Do you think Alabama gives a fuck about oh, that? Hold on. <laughs> oh, we got to put a knee on there now. <laughs> a damn sorry. I mean, I, I'm pissed off after watching that. Like, it, it infuriated it, me. It, 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 exactly. He said exactly what we had talked about, I think, in the last we heard. podcast. We about it, yeah. And what we had heard is his compliance background yep. Yep. completely kept him from allowing them to do what they needed to do. And I will uh, – I and have been a little bit of a Neil Brown apologist for a while. I'm kind of over it. Yeah. But I will sit here and blame everything on Shane right now. I will say that we lost some of the guys to the portal last year because we probably couldn't do NIL stuff that we needed to do to keep them. And that's somewhat Neil's problem. But to me now, it seems like it probably is a lot of Shane. Yeah. We'll see. But obviously, as soon as he was gone, we've seen – some major changes in yeah. how they're promoting already. The I mean, country all these trust. schools that we're going against, we're power five. We're in the big 12. Texas doesn't care about title nine. None of these places care about making sure that it's by compliance. That's the whole point of it. There's been no rules. It's been the wild, wild right, west. Right. So it's just, when I saw that, that's like no vision, no thinking outside the box. And boys, we know from no marbles. We, we know from people inside the building, what we've heard is that, Coach Neil Brown threw him under the bus for not letting him do, and we said well, that, but it, we have heard that yeah. from people there. It didn't make sense at first, but now thinking back, I mean, we had guys on our podcast that seemed all in and then just left, and we're thinking, what what's going on? And then we started hearing little things here and there about, okay, how some people were getting better NIL deals, NIL deals than others, which didn't make a lot of sense. And it's like, but we didn't know any of it, and we really still don't, but – it makes much more sense now that someone like Josh Chandler Shimino was like, all right, well, screw it. Then I'll leave if, you know, I'm putting words in his mouth. If you're not going to give me some of this NIL money. Yeah. He goes and makes a hundred and some tackles. But yeah, he was out of everybody to the left. He had the most successful year. Uh, right? Oh, yeah. Far. Yeah. Far, hundreds, yeah. I mean, it was well, a, well, a horrible Mesod team. Mesod Mesod Mesador. Mesador. He was on a horrible team. Yeah, oh, yeah. Terrible You start looking at just, you know, the guys and uh, you all know, I'm not making excuses for Neil, but if you, if you retain three or four of those defensive guys in the okay, secondary screw alone, saying, screw saying we're a couple plays. Like again, Shing Line said, we're a, yeah. we're a couple plays from not having this conversation. Well, you can't say that as the AD. We, we can, can say, say that. Fans. It's the truth, but <laughs> we can say we're it. We're a couple, also a couple plays from losing yeah. a couple games. But if if you say we're a couple guys or players, DBs from winning one or two more games, yes, you can say that. You absolutely can. Well, and and I mean. 
the fan in me though says you might might actually already be at seven wins and you're maybe a couple plays from being nine, nine wins. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with those players, yeah. some extra players, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot of different ways you can take this. So, this is the way we're taking Cause I, I mean, I was, I was just oh, so pissed. So talking about this NIL, I mean, probably most of our listeners probably listen to it too, but have you guys heard the story? I think it was Creedy about two weeks ago. talked about Justin Williams thing. Yeah. The kid we lost to Tennessee. Yeah. I heard yeah. Him, yeah. Yeah. You talking about, yeah. I mean, talking about how he came in here and, um, you know, we basically didn't tell him anything on the NIL. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, going back to this is now going back to Shane saying we aren't allowed to do that kind of stuff at right. the right time. And he goes down to Tennessee, and they literally lay out like yeah. a presentation for yeah. him in there talking about how you're going to make this kind of money. This is the things we're doing, laying it all out there I mean, on a huge true. package straight to him. Well, of course you're going to pick that school that, that should be a part of everybody's recruiting process it, and i'm sure it is and look well, i mean i get it. it technically isn't supposed to be but it is it is it absolutely not just not just recruiting visits they're they're i mean mesador we know he's it they straight up oh, yeah. sent him information said this is what you'll make if you come here yeah coaches so again I'm, my mic's dying wish you'd order a new mic no no mine's working fine same I'm not touching it. I'm not not touching <laughs> you. True. Not touching you. Um, other highlights we could go on and on. Um, he did say he was planning on giving Neil Brown another year, which you know, there's some weird things with that because you know they're squabbling over or, the NIL, but or was, maybe three based on his comment. well, and that was the thing. And <laughs> well, that's thing, just a, such a far reach. Yeah, my big thing with that was he claimed he said, you know, I really because of COVID and everything else, this is year two. Okay, Shane, come on, man. That's, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, listen, it's, I have been, there has been no one out there more than me saying that COVID hurt and different things hurt Neil's uh, being able to to cre- uh, to build the team like he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because I do think that, yes, everybody had to deal with COVID, but I think teams that were down, teams that were in situations like ours was, it hurt more than, you know, an Alabama. Bring or, a new or, coach into a power yes, five. Yeah. yeah. But – but to sit here and say with a straight face that this was only year two, yeah, that is absurd. Well, if it's only year two, why are you extending him and giving him a huge buyout? And you're in your year, and and he, year and that, was, that was year one. He yeah. said that. He said why? Because well, Auburn and I mean, or not, oh, and Auburn, that's South Carolina. Thing. Because, he, because he got played by yep by an agent by an give agent. Me a break, guys. <laughs> no, Auburn is not coming after Neil Brown, and after he was. 500 after technical year three he we were all concerned when the kentucky job opened yeah a well it did we thought it was we thought it was gonna open. open yeah but all of a sudden uh you know it's technically year three and auburn and who else do you say south carolina, south carolina. that was the two rumors that was the two rumors yep. yeah good rumors yeah, yeah he's got it neil brown's got a good agent because yep. you know if auburn they're coming after a guy that's 500 at in Morgantown, yeah, that's that's good. That's yeah. good. South Carolina, I can almost believe, but uh, yeah, I mean, he again, contradictory was the the theme that I took away. Well, Speak, you and, speaking and, of that, by the way, not, whether or not you want Neil Brown fired or not, we've been you know pretty poor, and we're sitting here talking about an Auburn team who they thought was maybe going to take Neil Brown, and they're already going to another coach. Right yeah, now. that's I mean, true. Well, and you can't say, well, this is technically year two when. Sonny Dykes goes to TCU in his first year. First year. And Literally goes 12-0, and, and oh, we yeah. beat that team at TCU last year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
So you can't say that. Kansas, I mean, you just Kansas can't. year, literally year two. Yes. Yeah. They're going to a bowl. I mean, you know, I mean, you just can't. That's a stupid, like, desperate ex-girlfriend comment. Yeah, there you go. You guys with the ex-girlfriend. Yep. So what else about about that? Get his ass to Alabama. I'm tired of it. Oh. Get out of Morgantown. Get your ass to Alabama. Just get out of here. I mean, what the – what's the point? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he did one last interview right out right before he left. And I just <laughs> don't think I, I how is he able to do that interview? I mean, your lawyer, how was he able to do that? Seriously. Well, that's the reason. There was I mean, I obviously they allowed that to happen. Whenever they worked out the deal, you know, to pay him his money, they either intentionally left out, well, I can't imagine that his lawyer would have, would have negotiated and said no non-disparagement clause or you know, there should have been confidentiality. Unless Who knows? That, unless that's how they cut two men off the uh, buyout. I mean, maybe. I mean, he went straight to, I have a text yeah. from Gordon G. or yeah. Gee saying two weeks ago, there's nobody I'd rather be in the foxhole with yeah. than you. Yeah. Okay. Do you not know that, Bubba? He said that, literally said that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, wow. you know, in the beginning he said, Poppy said, do you see anything? Yeah, I kind of saw it coming. Then he said, I was shocked and blindsided. Yeah. Okay, bud. You just said two <laughs> different things. I mean, if you didn't see some of this coming, then you are the worst AD and, and one of the most unintelligent people I've ever met in my life, if you didn't see this coming. And, he's, yep. and he said in the interview, yeah, it boils down to football and, and the fan base being rowdy. Well, you damn right it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's literally what 90, do you think we live for? It's 95% <laughs> of your job. Whenever you go from 60,000 people in the stands to what they have this They reported game. it at 37, but Greg Hunter oh, said no. 15. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely not, and you know I'm not. I'm again. We're not sitting here necessarily saying, well, we can get into it about Neil. I mean, at this point, he's back, guys. It's I think a, he's back. It's obviously, it's a Tuesday, and we still don't have a new AD. Yeah. The man is going to be back. And honestly, God, I can't believe I'm saying this, but you know, some of these recruits we have gotten interviewed. Our number one recruit, Rodney Gallagher, and pretty much flat out said, like, I'm I'm coming if Neil's there. If he's not, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, you know, that's like a top under recruit. Yep. And so as much as you don't want to place it on one or two players, some of that does happen. Um, and at this point, I'm not sure what's left out there. Right. Is, I mean, I can't even say it is better only in the sense that I will, I will give geek or uh, lines. I might agree with him. One thing is, and I know Asbury does when you do uh, fire a coach, no matter what, generally, the change itself, not necessarily setting you back, but there's a couple year just kind of turnover. Now, obviously TCU that didn't happen and but Kansas and stuff like that, but I think that used to be the case. Yeah. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're much he wonders what's going to happen with his Yeah, I just wonder if that is the new normal or not. We'll yeah. see. Uh and it really depends on you know, who you keep and who you don't. Obviously, TCU kept most of their team. I mean, they left the running back, but pretty much everybody else stayed. And they had running back that was probably better than the one they lost anyways. That yeah. is true. I mean, TCU did keep – I mean, everybody stayed. So, what's that say about what they thought I mean, about they were excited. Patterson they, leaving? They were excited about Sonny getting in there. Well, and let's just go ahead and we'll get into season recap because it's going to kind of lead us into it in, in that, you know, <laughs> I really think you're a couple of defensive guys away from being a, a pretty quality team. I mean, you end up, you end up five and seven. You know, you end up winning some games that we did not think we would win going into the season. No, yeah. None of us picked us against so, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor. That's that's <laughs> the crazy part. I mean, 
in all of our years in the Big 12, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma are the two teams that owned us. And the year we go five and seven yeah. is the year we beat both but of it, those teams. It's also the years that they were picked one, two, and three in the league. Yeah. And what they finished, like they're down, they're, six, yeah. eight, yeah. nine. Well, they or lose to like us. <laughs> <laughs> they lose to us. But I mean, there were times our defense let us down. There were times our offense wasn't consistent. But if you look, I think a lot of that's game flow. Like I, I go back to being at the Iowa State game. Where obviously oh, they didn't have, me. I know they didn't have a great offense, but our defense. I mean, how how I mean, you're so down on yourself. You just continually stop them, and you you're just right back out there, right back out there, right back out there. So and we were right there. I mean, we saw Dante given given the oh yeah, oh, that yeah. one ref yeah. said years ago, giving them the business. Yeah, he was right. giving the offense the business. <laughs> that's right. Which that's I, exactly right. I'm sure he was looking for a time to do that because I think it was the week before they were talking about how the the offense was uh, all over the defense at one point. Yeah, that switched quickly. Yeah, <laughs> towards the end of the year. Yeah, so you know we can kind of quickly look at as far as position wise. And this is just me, and you guys can agree or disagree, but kind of the highs and lows, uh, positive, negatives. Positives. Both lines were pretty good. I, the defensive line was very good. Overall, offensive line was was pretty good. I oh thought. yeah, I mean, if you got to say, I I was I remember preseason. I was like, the line doesn't take a step forward. Moore's got to go. Yeah, yeah. And they definitely took a step forward. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, our running backs, are incredible. Because, I mean, and I think that's why you got to give the line so much credit. Is that Mathis was the worst running back. Well, and, and and worse in the sense that he wasn't terrible. Right. But, yes, I agree. He, he of the four. He wasn't as productive. Then he got hurt, which yeah. limited him after that. But but he was, he was the least productive yeah. of all of them. So, as a group, our running backs were pretty freaking stout. Yep. I mean, CJ, Jalen, Justin Johnson, and then of course Mathis. Again, they give the line a lot of credit. And then I thought our linebackers were were actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, overall. Uh our our lows or our negatives. I mean, the DBs were completely lost. And what was bad about that is they were all transfers that the, the ones that played significant minutes, they were all transfers. They or walk ones. Well, or walk ones. Yeah, roughing. Hmm. He earned and scholarship. they were absolutely lost most of the season. I mean, completely. I mean, we just said it time and time again. I mean, it, you, you have you played football? Yeah. And you know, some of them, you know, one guy came from JMU and North Dakota State. I mean, yes, they're lower schools, but they're good. Yeah. And they just look lost out there. So our DBs, cornerbacks, just atrocious. And then, unfortunately, I think you, you got to put in the category is the quarterbacks. Yeah. And really, it's JT. I mean, obviously Garrett came in and did some things. Played, you know, okay. I, I'm not ready to say he played amazing. I like no, I liked no. what he gave us. Um and I don't I don't, I don't think different. Nico played very well, but I mean it's fine. I'll well, that I'll, that's hard because how the weather was. Oh gosh, yeah. it was pouring down the rain. Yeah. They weren't really I think they, they were talking about the footballs. I didn't know this. You only have ten. You only have ten footballs? Yep. Those balls had to weigh nine hundred pounds. That's all you're allowed game. to have is ten. Jeez. Yeah. Well, like Bubba out there playing. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but what I was, was going to say about JT is I still got to believe. I've, Have to. I've said this for weeks. He Something's got to be wrong with him. He's hurt. He wasn't the same guy no. that he, we saw. You can't go from what he was yeah. at the beginning of the year to by the middle of the year, he was nothing. Horrible. Just terrible. Horrible. Horrible. And uh, everything. Decision-making. His, his, his pedigree passes. and stuff like that before yeah. shows that, that there was something wrong that caused that to happen. Completely agree with that. And I just think that he didn't want to. You know, either play through it. He didn't want it out there because he's literally been hurt every season. Yeah, but yeah. at this point, you know, guys, he's <laughs> would you rather have somebody know you're hurt? NFL. I mean, yeah, or, exactly. Um, we just think you're terrible. So, 
I mean, the biggest probably it, it usually is the biggest question going into next year is you know who is going to be QB one. And right now, I mean, you have to say it's between Garrett Green and and uh, Nico. Although, I mean, JT can come back, yeah, and if he's can. healthy, yeah. <laughs> I think we have to have a running quarterback. And what I mean by Nico, I didn't think looked amazing was. I, I did, he was much slower than Garrett Green to oh, me. Oh, by far. I mean, yeah. there's no. I don't know if there's anybody on the team faster than Garrett Green. No, he's fast. He's fast. He is fast, and he can run now. That boy is fast. But I, I have to think that you're probably looking at Nico just because of the pedigree, because of the being able to throw and move around a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, don't take anything too much from Garrett, but I mean, this is what year three. Yeah. And he still has. I mean, Nico's major limitations. The future. That's what we brought him here for. And let's just be real here. I mean, Neil Brown, he he hates Garrett Green. He doesn't I mean, like him. And it's because they are polar opposites. Garrett Green is a major the biggest improviser you ever oh, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I think Which it, it just drives that, him crazy. That was his very first recruit. Yeah, I know. Very, very first. first one. But I, I, I don't know. It's that's odd to me. But I really wish he would just make the change to like slot receiver. Yeah. Man, yeah. That's what he needs to do. I yep. think he could have a I mean he could he could do some stuff there. He could. And then, of course, you have um, who all is is coming back. Not just – I mean, you have a lot of them that could come back COVID year. I call it COVID year. Yeah. And then, of course, you have the portal. I mean, how is it going to treat us? I mean – Because Sam James and all those guys, they walked, but they all can come back. They could. They could. Bryce, what do we – I mean, they've, I guess they've already they – They kind of tweeted. But, I mean, Dante did too. Yeah, he came true. back. So, who really knows on that? But, I mean – Nestor, he's already kind of said that he's up in the air. He's up in the air. And I, I, I think he will just because he knows all those yeah. guys. He had a yeah. – yeah, last year was kind of washed for him, had I, a good year this I year. I think he'll come back as long as Brown – if Neil's back. Well, and, and that's how it's going to be. If Neil is back, which we think he will be, you're going to have kids to leave because he's back, yeah. right? <clears throat> but you're going to have a lot of guys stay because he's back, and most of these recruits sign with, you know, with him or not sign, committed to him, which we can get into that later if we wanted to, like Gallagher. I, I – I didn't like that comment. I mean, the whole reason he committed to West Virginia was I grew up watching them on a favorite team. I go there every Saturday, and then as soon as the, this hits the fan. And, and he likes the coach. Yeah. Nobody no, comes, loves the coach. Nobody yeah. goes to any school anymore just because they like the school. Yeah, yeah. you shouldn't. You, should, you shouldn't commit to a coach, commit to a school. But I get it. I Everybody mean, obviously. commits to a coach. Yeah. Of course, you know, we may get a new coach, and they may – he may like him, so Maybe. who knows. But I didn't like seeing him up in Penn State, and that, I don't know if y'all saw the videos. Like he James was getting Franklin. major attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. Major attention. So, um, I don't know. Next year, any 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 other things y'all want to add on? Hey, here's on the hard that? part about next year. I think next year's the last year that we have two Power Fives, right? In the uh, same, or is there a couple more? Know. years? I don't think it's. I know two more years. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it. Well, that's part yeah. of it. I mean, come on. Everybody yeah. else is scheduling one, maybe, and then a bunch of cupcakes. Yep. Eh, also, a, next year, let's it. hope we get Central Florida on that schedule. So, I mean, we're going to get believe Cincinnati. Let's schedule. We're yeah. going to get Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, I would much rather play. I mean, geographically, that's what's supposed to happen. We're supposed to yeah. get Cincinnati and UCF. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just UCF struggles with South Florida, who's one and eleven, loses to Navy, who was like three and eight. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's a break a little bit in the schedule right now. They're going to have big-time growing pains, especially with Fickle leaving. Gus yeah. Malzahn's kind of a joke. So, I think the schedule will be a little easier just putting those teams on there simply. I will, say, me. I will say that I, I know this isn't going to work this way just because it's not how football works anymore. But have you looked at what the two deep would be 
if yes. everybody actually came back. I did see that, and it's literally everyone it's, could come it's back. It's all everybody, but like two defensive players, which yep. we don't. Dante. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, yeah, Dante, but I mean, I like, okay, Dante, Ajayi, and another one of the to Dante, one on the <laughs> backs. Yeah, so I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, I think somebody, maybe Chris Anderson, had an article. It was, it was insane because you you could have every every almost everyone back except Dante. Which, by the way, shout out to Dante because one incredible career. He came back. He had, I mean, he had some bad teams and. and just think, think about some of the stuff he had to deal with. Oh, yeah. And he did it. I mean. Got held even, on every play. Oh, literally. <laughs> but never even an iota, which I don't care about most of us anyways, but you never heard anything about him ever being in trouble. No. Not either like with the coach or off the field or anything like that. No. So, yeah, and, I mean, shout out to him. And even going into a game like this last week where weather's terrible, you got nothing to play for. Right. It's your last game, you know, he was a terror. Oh, yeah. I yep. mean, he played with everything he had. There yeah. was no, you know, just laying back, getting the season over with. He played hard. Well, and you always wonder about – I always wonder about reputation of West Virginia, West Virginia players. And I don't know if you all saw Lee Copa's interview about getting to play with Dante Stills. And he said everyone in college football knew who Dante Stills yeah. was last year because of how good he was and great reputation and you got to play with him and all that stuff. But – uh, yeah, it, it's gonna be very interesting, just like it is uh, probably every year with the portal and all that stuff. Um, you know, we're obviously we've got to hit the portal portal for some key needs. You got to get some defensive backs. Might have some with some blood ties. We'll see. Um, anyways, and and also if if Neil Brand is like, which we don't think it's gonna happen. He doesn't think it's gonna happen according to team meetings. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. So um, at this at this point. Yeah, and part of it I think is the money, and part of it is again like, I mean, talk to a, talk to a big donor today. Brent knows who I'm talking about, um, and he said, "Listen, at this point, who do you get? That I mean, we talked about Dion, but oh, it's not going to happen. Right, 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 right. But I mean, even like you look at Hugh Freeze. <laughs> I mean, it was like the week his name started coming up for jobs. <laughs> he his program went to crap. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, they he lost. Did. He just he talked about somebody who shut it oh, down. Oh my yeah, god, they all did. I'm talking lost to UConn, uh, lost Virginia to Virginia Tech. Tech. Well, they were favored by 11. And New Mexico and New that? Mexico. They were favored by like 20 <laughs> or something. I mean, my goodness. So yeah, I think he shut it down. Um, Matt Rule got hired by Nebraska. I mean, I we, saw an interesting stat about that. They said, "Don't show it. this to uh, Nebraska fans." Zero eleven. Zero and eleven versus ranked teams yeah. at Baylor. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> you know I didn't even know. I didn't have any idea about that. So, you start looking like, well, who do you bring in? I mean, who who do you bring in? I don't know. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with one more year. Just see what happens. Well, I'm not necessarily good with it, but I think at this point, what else do you do? Yep. Um, you, I mean, I think it'd be extremely unfair to to hire an AD. And by the way. The AD situation is just not going the way we wanted. Uh, Rob Mullins is not coming. The rest, I have no idea about. Mullins, but, Mullins was never coming. No, but. You had to try. You had to try. Oh, they had to try. I mean, he I was think, never coming. Well, I think he's probably holding a grudge because he should maybe got it the last time. He turned it down last time. Well, no. I'm talking about when we got Oliver, Oliver Luck. Oh, gosh, when he got Luck. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, at the time, you're like, well, you get Oliver Luck, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. um, and you never know. Maybe. You know, he's set up for success out there. I mean, you think? Little Lord, I mean, you, you screw up out there, and you you're you're terrible. So, um, 
anyways, AD situation, and I think it'd be unfair to hire an AD and then say, like, within a week, I need you to hire a coach. Yeah. You know, and you think there's all this stuff happening behind the scenes, and we're like, well, they're probably already got a list. And they're like, no, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I think they had a list. I'm not, not sure any of the one, people on the list is uh, willing to come. The coaches? I'm talking about coaches. Oh, coaches. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they had a list. Every AD has a list. That's what I mean. But, AD has a list. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the th I just thought it was funny when talking about all the quote-unquote insiders throwing all those names out. And this person's coming. Yeah. The deal's being worked out. Blah, blah, blah. Look at this money that, I mean, I said that. I sent that text earlier about uh, what they got paid. You think we're, you, I mean, people were talking about wanting Matt Rule. Yeah. $9.2 million a year. <laughs> At Nebraska? At Nebraska. Yeah, we ain't paying that no. on top of a buyout. I mean, Hugh Freeze got $6.5 million a year. Yeah. Which really isn't that big of money. But when you're paying $4 million yeah. a year buyout, that's $10 million a year coach. We ain't paying that money. Yeah. No, and then uh, Luke Fickle. Which that whole situation is <laughs> that's a whole episode in itself. I mean, turns down Notre Dame last last year, last year yeah. before. Yep. Uh, we possibly could have had him a couple years ago. Apparently it was kind of a mutual thing. We sort of wanted him. We also wanted Neil and also Luke Fickle. I read today he was having hesitations about I guess he wanted private school that, for his kids. I mean, that was talked about at that time. That time, yeah. yeah that's why yeah, that's yeah, why in West, I said yeah. West Virginia. I think I remember when we I mean, we talked about it at one point on the podcast, like when we very first started. Yeah. I mean, that was a big thing going around at that time that he actually kind of turned us down more than us turning him down because uh, they have a really deep, like, Catholic faith and yeah. he wanted a Catholic uh, private school for his kids and stuff like that, and which we did not offer. Um, I, I know there was an article written today. I think Mike Casaza wrote Casaza wrote something about that today, but that was talked about back whenever you know that all was going on. Is he really didn't really like Morgantown that much because of that situation with not having a private school and stuff for his kids? And I guess I kind of get it. And hey, Trinity, Trinity High School's up there. I don't know if it's Catholic. Uh, you couldn't tell you Trinity. I'd say it have to be right. Oh, yeah, I know I mean, nothing about the Catholic. Yeah, I would religion, think. But yeah, um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, so I mean, you know, now he decided Cincinnati's finally going to the big a big conference. Power five, and he decides to leave for Wisconsin. I don't know. Big Ten guy, man. Well, I guess, but, like, Wisconsin's odd to me. Like, I don't – I really – this is really going to be a homer statement, but, like, I really consider us to be about Wisconsin. They're a little bit better. I mean, they've just had more success in the Big Ten. I mean, they've made a lot of Big Ten championships. Here well, they've made the championships, and, and they've yeah. had, but they get trounced yeah. every year. And they've had some, some big-time players that's come through that's and. kind of pushed their – I guess they're I just, standing not really as a as a team or as a university, just yeah. kind of as their thought process out there. I think they get pushed up a little bit because of some of the. Players I'm having an that. ADHD moment. Y'all yeah. were talking about the Catholic stuff. <laughs> would you all Brent, have an ADHD? Would you all uh, sell your soul to the devil for a national championship? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Change religions, maybe. Brent, there's not a whole lot of things that we, that we wouldn't do for a national championship. <laughs> I'm I mean, trying to think. What's eternity two, worth? I got two kids. I got one too many already. <laughs> Do I need to give one up for an out championship? Whoever, whoever walks through that door okay, next. That's, whoever comes through that door, we're giving and rid yours of is you. right there with him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Come on in, kids. You're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not going to hell. We are. <laughs> well, that's probably going to happen anyway. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um. All right. Well, let's <laughs> 
<laughs> let's wrap up with some religion talk. It's always good to do that. Yeah. Um, Our father, which I know. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Bubba, get your boy here. I mean, I'm not even drunk. Or high. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> my God. Just uh, this whole last two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I edit this. It's going out, baby. It's going out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, coaching carousel is is nuts, but you're right, Asbury. I mean, that's, there's some big numbers flying around out there. Who was it? Wisconsin fired? Paul Chris. See, I think Paul Chris, somebody like that. I mean, I'm just being real here. You got to be reasonable. Uh, that's that's somebody probably in our realm. Yeah, I like him because it, we're, I don't really want to get into all this, but like Tony Gibson, no, no, Rich Rod, are no. you kidding me? So then you got to start looking at. I don't think – I mean, the fans are going to be in an uproar if we hire a, a G5 coach, and this is Dion. Yep. yep. And so you need a proven coach. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's good. We're going to stay – we're going to stay the course one more year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – And I'm I'm rooting like hell for him. I want him to do well. Me too. I mean, me come too. on, man. I'm with you. I, think I it, like him. I think it'll be another – like an Auburn situation, like yep. you said a couple weeks ago. They'll give him another year. If, he, if he's doing great, then awesome. Everybody's going to be happy. Yeah. If he's doing terrible, they're going to fire him midseason, and then yeah. we will have first yeah. pick of who might be out there. That's true. That's true. And there's always people out there. We can talk about it all the time. And, and let's be real. I mean, somebody like Dion, if you're trying to get Dion and he goes to Colorado, you want somebody like Dion next year? You can get a Dion if you want. Yep. He's going to leave Colorado. Yep. Uh, um, the recruits, though, Gallagher, and then we've kind of talked about this, but you know some of those guys, Gallagher, they're going to actually play next year. Yeah. I would expect them to. I mean, well, especially if Sam James and yeah. Bryce Ford yeah. uh, leave. I mean, he is he is projected why, to be. Why receiver room's not real? Not uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. If if James and Bryce leave, I mean, it's going to be a little thin. Yeah, I mean, did y'all see uh, one of y'all sent it? Um, the top, the top grades and the bottom grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, ouch. a lot of, of O lines on there. Oh, the O lines were were good except one Hubbard. Yeah. Um and. The entire defensive backs was at the bottom. Oh, yeah, bottom. just horrendous. I mean, the tight ends. Tight ends were terrible. Yeah, that's that's an odd one. I, I, I don't know how that's graded and all that stuff. But um, anyways, we're going to wrap up uh, football talk. And uh, we're probably going to do another episode of some basketball. Let's go. Y'all stay tuned. But, oh, uh, yeah, hope you all enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Go Mountaineers. <laughs>